back to your friendly episode of Stand True, number 27. Wow. 27. And that's all we're going to say about that, because we promised we would never talk about it again. Never again. It's just a lot of episodes. It is. And it's good. God is good. Number 27. We are your hosts, Victoria and Crystal. (laughs) Welcome back. For us, it's the same strawberries and blueberries as last week's episode because... We're recording two in, two a, in row. a row. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, because the my good friends, McAllister family, are going to get a much-needed week off. Yeah. And take a little family vacation, which I am so glad you get to do. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Yes. We're yes. either going to South or North Carolina. I don't remember which one. Yeah. One of them. And we're going to spend the time. I love it. At a beach. I am glad. You guys work hard and you deserve that. So it is going to be good. I'm going to be stuck here in very chilly Ohio. (laughs) Still doing my thing. Yes. Yes. So um, today is a heavy topic, I feel like. And it can uh, engulf a whole lot of things that we've gone through in Mm -hmm. the last few years as a church. Yeah. Big C church. Yeah. The church. Yeah. The big church. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just... There's a lot of um, things that have been thrown our way and a lot of things that Satan has sought to divide the body over. Um, And I really feel like we're called at such a time as this to not be divided. Yeah. And so I think the lie that sinks in is that we have to agree on everything. Mm on every issue and we aren't going to talk about these big topics but we all know what they are yeah you know um vaccinate not to vaccinate you know the covid topic you know (laughs) this this season it's no church on sundays whatever that may be you know there's all of these things um that become a dividing topic amongst believers and the common theme is they're they're not biblical Mm. so the division that's happening in the the church and the body are just really personal opinions yep personal opinions and then what's happening is people are thinking that these personal opinions are the deciding factor if we're unified as a church yeah yeah and so that's what we're talking about today what being unified as a church looks like, what being unified as Christians look like, mm-hmm. and debunking the lie, yeah, and covering it in truth, yeah, about what it is to be unified. I ha- had a hard time with this um, conversation at one point until the Lord gave me these lenses to recognize that my closest friends, I don't even really know where they stand. Mm. on some of these topics yeah but i know where they stand with salvation and i know Mm. where they stand in what they believe about god and who he is and i know where they stand about loving others and so i don't really need to know you know or see their vaccination card or not i hate to use that as an example but that's the only thing i can think of because it's most common yeah like the lord just showed me like you know, Crystal, land there. Mm. Like, you stay where, you kind of stay where you're at. I am thankful to have those lenses. Like, it's not about that. What really, like, keeps me up at night and what motivates me in the day is 
like, are you going to heaven? I got the coolest shirt, by the way. What does it say? My friend dropped it off. Um, it's a shirt that... Oh, it says you are loved? No. Well, that I'm is... Kidding. Oh, I love that shirt. <laughs> you just gave me that beautiful sweatshirt, which you know I'm I love kidding. that. But seriously, these yeah. two shirts together are, like, perfect for me. What? It says that um, I'm just here recruiting for heaven. Wait, that's cool. And so... Um, that's cool. I love it. And my kids are going to be so embarrassed when I wear it, but that's well, okay. you know what? They'll appreciate yeah. it someday. That's and then cool. you got me the sweatshirt that says you are loved. Yeah. Somebody were rocking both of those, but... Honestly, that's what like motivates me. That's yeah. what keeps me up because I know how temporary this world is. Mm-hmm. Now I am human, so I get passionate about certain things. Yeah, um, which that's how God made us, and that's okay. But when I start to fight with my sister in Christ because we don't agree on a political candidate or we don't agree on on worldly issues, yeah, I am not walking in the truth. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you're not unified as Christ followers because we don't agree because we both love Jesus yeah. and we both agree that he is the way and the truth and the light. So um so this lie that that we're really looking at is complicated. It is. Yeah. Um but it's because we've made it complicated. Yep. So keep in mind, I throw out some like hot topic examples, but that's not, we're just talking in general about mm-hmm. this lie that the, the enemy wants to feed us and to, just to cause division in the body that like, because we don't agree, we can't be unified, be unified yeah. in the body. It yeah. is a big fat lie and Satan needs to just back off. Yeah, because I think uh, Satan uses that because he knows that that's what Jesus wants us. He, Jesus wants us to be unified. Mm-hmm. So he uses that lie to make us think that we aren't unified. Mm-hmm. When in reality, we're not supposed to be unified under fill in the blank X Y Z. No, we're supposed to be unified in Jesus' love and in the gospel. And if we're unified in that and not in another topic of this world, mm-hmm. then we're doing fine. That's right. Where do you see that, my friend, in the Bible? Mm-hmm. I think we see it in a lot of different places. But I love. The verse you were talking about that in yeah. one of your classes, you guys kind of tore this yep. apart a little bit. Um, and we don't have to guess. God makes it very clear when he instructs us to love one another. Yeah. Love like he loves. Mm-hmm. Um, he wouldn't ask us to do something that we're not capable of doing. That would just be a mean kind of dad thing. Yeah. And he is not that way. So because he loves us so much, he... he calls us to love in a way that glorifies him that he knows that we are able to do i love that in his power Hmm. so the passage that i uh am going to land on and also what we studied in our class john 17 is the prayer that jesus prays before he's going to be crucified and he's praying for his disciples He's praying that they would, just about their mission that he's giving them and all these different things. And then at the very end of the chapter, he actually prays for the Christians who are going to be coming. So he prays for you and me. Mm -hmm. And it's the coolest chapter. It's actually one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. I love this chapter. I had to do an exposition assignment on it. So it was really fun to study it and realize like, wow, this is the words that Jesus was praying for us today. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the chapter, it's verse 20. It says, I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will be 
all one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you, and I and may they be in us, so that the world will believe that you sent me. So those two verses, mm-hmm. talking about unity, and then we skip down to verse 23, and it says, I am in them, and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you have given me because you loved me even before the world began. Mm. So Mm. if you haven't read this chapter, I I would encourage you to go read John 17. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because John 17 is amazing. I love that these verses are talking about how Jesus and the Father are unified. He's asking that we would be unified as they are unified in his love. Mm. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. That's how we're going to lead into what you're going to talk about is because we're not unified on if we got the vaccine or not. We're not Mm -hmm. unified and just X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Yeah. Because that's, like you said, an opinion. Mm -hmm. And you're allowed to have your opinion about whatever it is. Yeah. But we are called to be unified in Jesus' love. Yeah. And so if we're unified in that, in the gospel and what he's done for us, then we're good. Yeah. Whether you agree that we got the vaccine or we didn't get the vaccine, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If we both understand that Jesus' love is what triumphs over everything else, mm-hmm. that the gospel is how we get to heaven, that he loves us and he wants a relationship with us, then we're good to go. So. Yeah, because that type of love um, is the type of love that when I have tough conversations or things that are hot topic items or whatever, um, I can approach them in such a way that I love you and I want to know you. Yeah. I want to know why I, it's it, knowing you is valuable to me and knowing how God's created you and why you conclude how, what you conclude and how you conclude how, what you conclude. It, it's important to me. So if I'm, if I'm in a relationship and my approach is loving you the way God loves me, the way Jesus loves me, then I want to know you. Yeah. And I'm not looking to fight with you. No. I'm not looking for a fight. That's, that's not how I'm approaching it. But if I approach it that way, looking for a fight or looking to make my point clear, well, then of course we're going to be divided because yeah. that is counter biblical. Yeah. That, that's not living in, in the truth that he told, tells us. He also never tells us there anywhere that, I, that I've read, and anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, that um, our opinions really matter. Mm. You know, like yeah. that it's about our opinions. Yeah. It's not. It's about truth. Yeah. He wrote us the greatest narrative, the greatest love story. He's given us... He's alive in those pages still. Yeah. And we get to read them daily to know him better and and to pursue his heart and mind and then love others that way. So if I approach his word to try to prove my point, my relationship is going to be different. Absolutely. And to say that the church isn't unified because they're not agreeing on topics and opinions. Yeah. Yeah is a flat-out lie. Yeah. Because right here we see that Jesus didn't ask us to be unified in those. He asked us to be unified in love. Yeah. And so to change what Jesus is saying is not truth either. And I think your scripture really trumps 
this whole conversation, but there is a place in the Bible where Paul's talking to the church, mm-hmm. um, and it's in Romans 14, 5 through 7. He, and he says that one person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord. Since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot there, um, and I don't want to take the scripture out of context, but to put put it in a nutshell of what I believe he's saying there is that we can all agree that Jesus is the way, the truth, light. He is the light. He is our salvation, and um, the way that I um, approach matters that aren't biblical issues are are the way I approach them. Mm. But as a sister in Christ, you have all permission and authority to bring to my attention and love if I am living my life in a way that's not worthy of the calling or that's not true or that's not there's something there that that you love me enough to say like, hey hey Crystal, you know I think maybe we're missing the mark here. Yeah. But it with that type of love and approach, I might not like it, but it's not going to divide us. Nope. Or it shouldn't. Yeah. It's it's not going to divide us because we're both pursuing the same truth. And that's not the unifying factor. That is not the unifying factor. The unifying factor is Jesus' love. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I feel like... Um, you fill in the blank. There are plenty to fill in oh. of things that are dividing what appears to be dividing the church. Or what people are saying. Or what people are saying is dividing the church. Um, and unfortunately, I think social media and, and people's opinions and the way things are put out there, um, are <laughs> the, the people that are, that are claiming, like, let's not divide the church, are posting these very dividing things. And that's yeah. sad to me. Yeah. Um, and, and Lord, please let me not do that. I, I, I pray that I don't do that. But the, the unifying message is what God has, has done for us and his love for us. And so I think we need to be really careful. Um, and this is just, uh, I don't know who's hearing this today or why all of a sudden the Lord's put this on my heart to share this. But I feel like um, a ministry that, that Matt and I are called to that we don't really know how it's all going to work yet, but we know that he's called us to be like a Barnabas, a, yeah. a helpmate, um, to the pastors and the leaders of the church. And, um, he's, he's put in our path, lots of friends that are pastors and that serve at the church. And, um, we've always had this desire to like, give them rest, give, you know, have them for dinner, or, um, you know, give them reprieve from ministry. I think that one of the biggest things that have weighed on Matt and I's heart in the last few years is, um, as believers, ultimately we aren't divided because of God's love, but, we also can trust our pastors and we should trust our pastors we should trust their hearts and their motives uh to know that they love the lord and when they make decisions or they um do things that they're not looking to hurt or divide the body of christ they're called in a, a role of ministry yeah and so um i want to trust the leadership of of my church. I want to trust 
um, the pastors and those that are called to those positions. And I want them to know that I support them and in that I'm praying for them and Mm -hmm. that, you know, I might not agree with a administrative decision or something like that, but that's their that's their responsibility. My responsibility is to pray for them and to support them. And so I feel like, um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure why that was put on my heart today, but I do know that, um, as I look at the divide that, that people are saying that their experience or the lie that they hear that like, well, Mm. I can't go to that church anymore because they did this, or I can't, or I'm not even going to go to church at all. Or, which is kind of, I think some of the background of where this lie came from um that hurts my heart so bad like I'm trying to fight back the tears right now because um that's not at all that's not at all unified in God's love like searching our hearts to know what discerning between what is something that I should be questioning Mm because it's good to question things and measure it against God's truth and what is something that's more of a opinion that I'm allowed to have my opinion, but it may not be what is ultimately decided. You know what? You just said something there that that's important. Um, there's a difference between looking at God's word to know him than looking at God's word to prove somebody wrong. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't want to approach his word in like that I'm trying to to prove my point to someone. Oh yeah. Um I want to look at God's word to see what he's saying, to see what's true. And then I want to trust the pastor and the leaders that he's put in my life to to know that I can trust them. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to read it for myself. I yeah, think that's a misunderstanding absolutely. or not. They any pastor that I've ever known they, that's all they want. They want you to, they want you to open up your Bible yes. and get to know Christ. And, um, they want you to take it further. So it's not, it's not saying that either. So I want to be really careful. It's yeah. not saying you can't, that you shouldn't be reading them. It's how you're looking at yeah. the Bible. Are you looking at it to fight and to divide? Mm. Um, are you looking at it for what it is, which is God's beautiful love letter to us? Yeah. Something that I'm going to apply to this, it was a little different context, but Mm -hmm. you were telling me about a conversation that you had with my dad the other day, Yeah, how you guys were saying, prove me wrong. You were saying like, prove me wrong. Like I want to be wrong so that I, like, I want to know if I'm right or wrong and I'm not trying to prove myself right. I want to know if I actually am wrong. Yeah. And that was about a conversation, but applying it to this as well, like read the word and be like, prove me wrong. Like, am I wrong? Do I not know God's truth? Am I thinking incorrectly? And then when you do read the word and you're like, oh, I was wrong in that opinion or yeah. in this. It's just something to think about. Like, don't try to fit what you think your truth, I'm putting in quotations, yeah. is into the Bible, but actually look at the Bible and let it shape what you, you see. are and what you see. Yeah. Yes. So very complex and we are not even scratching the surface and I'm actually even a little bit hesitant to just even leave it at this. Yeah. But the moral of the story is... is um, we, it, it, we live in Babylon. (laughs) Like there's always going to be things, Mm -hmm. um, and there's sad things and there's hard things and there's very personal things. And I don't want to discount any of that. Um, you know, people hold on to their rights, you know, as United States citizens and 
there's so many things that are not bad things. Mm-mm. They might even be good things, but they're just not God things. And so we've got to know what God says is love and what is unifying. And you hit the nail on the head with that scripture. And then we have to be like, okay, so what then does his word tell me about that? Is is there mm-hmm. truth in that issue? Yeah. And, and exactly what you just said, not building your case of being right, but being willing to hear the truth of what is right. Yeah. And then we can, we, we might not agree. We can agree to disagree. Yep. Um, but that doesn't mean you're not unified. It doesn't mean you're not. You can go to the same church. You can serve in the same mission. You, all things can still yeah. be, a, you can work together as a body of Christ yeah. and not agree yep. on some of those things. But bear, bearing one another, right, in love. So we, we are looking for the best mm. in people. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, that you did that for me. Yeah. In my mess. Like, I'm messy. Yeah. I'm messy. I mess up. Um, I mean, he saved me yeah. when I was going down a whole different path in my life. He loved me enough to, to pick me up. And everything that I was doing that he would not agree with, I'm sure. Yeah. But because of his grace, he and saved me and his love. Mm-hmm. My life is still a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's going to be until we take be. our last yeah. breath. Yeah. And so, yeah. We're unified in Jesus' love. Yeah, we all have that in common. Whether we have different different opinions about whatever it is. Yeah, we all have that in common. And so, as a church, we are unified. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that that is one of the biggest lies that Satan wants us to not believe. Oh, we're, my gosh. we're not unified. Yeah. You so cancel you. Mm. Like you're out. Yeah. I'm done. We are unified. But we're under Jesus' love. But we don't have to do that. Yeah. We don't have to do that. Because we're under the same blanket. Yeah. Yep. So I know it doesn't even it doesn't even scratch the surface, but that's a big thing that going into this new year, Mm-mm. we want to be focusing on that we are unified. Mm-hmm. We're unified under Jesus' love, and that's going to be one of our biggest weapons that we're going to use in spiritual warfare. Because that's a huge lie that we aren't unified. Mm-hmm. So no so more power go. to you, no. Satan. And not that lie no. that we aren't unified. You don't have that power over over us. Because Jesus paid the price. Yeah. And he died the same death for every single one of us. And he gave us salvation. Yeah. So we might not agree on things. So now we're here to make heaven crowded. We're here to take people with us. Yep. And hear the dogs barking. And hear the dogs barking. Like, you feel like, don't you guys just like, feel like saying, who let the dogs out? And then Danny goes, ruff, 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 ruff. <laughs> I true. think they agree. And all the dogs and say. They're like, all the dogs said, <laughs> amen. They're like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Some I don't think we stuff. should um, tell anybody what our next lie is. Yeah. Because there's so many lies. <laughs> I've said this before and one of my friends were dying laughing. <laughs> All the lies. Yeah. Um, but I think because you and I are going to take a break here for a week, they're not, I mean, we're going to keep, you're going to keep having episodes, but um, we should wait on the Lord to tell us where, what direction to go next. I agree. Okay. So you so, will oh, be surprised with what the next lie is. Be ready for it. <laughs> That'll be the second week of January. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. God, thank you so much for your love. Thank you for unifying us in that, Lord, that you uh, loved us so much that you gave us salvation from our sins, Lord, that you gave us a new life, that we can have relationship with you because of that. 
And Lord, because of all of those things, we can be unified with each other, whether we have different opinions or not. God, I pray that you will help us to realize this truth so that we can walk into this next year and be unified with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, that we can change the world for you, that we can disciple people and help them understand that they can have a relationship with you too, God. I pray that you would use us, use our lives to glorify you and to bring people closer to you. In mm-hmm. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's kind of sad. That it's the end of a year? Yeah. I'm going to cry. It's been a great year, though. That means there's even going to be better to come. But it's sad. <laughs> Why is it sad? Why? We don't get to record for the next, like, two weeks. <laughs> you are going to miss me. I'm I gonna mean, miss you. It's gonna be a true reunion. 